Four Literary Lessons in Customer Service by Aaliyah Whiteley. Who would have thought that reading the classics could lead to a better understanding of the cut and thrust of the modern business world? I'm not claiming that Middlemarch offers HTML5 lessons, but some elements of business remain unchanged throughout the decades. Beneath the big ideas and the ever-altering interfaces, there are always customers. And if there aren't customers, then there simply isn't a business. So presented here are four timeless lessons we can learn on the subject of customer service. Although Mark Twain once wrote, Few things are harder to put up with than the annoyance of a good example, I hope you'll forgive me using a few examples along the way from the canon of English literature. In these novels, letting down the customer comes with pretty serious consequences. But then, isn't that just as true in the digital age, where a brand's failure can end up taking on a life of its own as a social media story? Before you know it, your mistakes can be bestsellers in their own right. Number one. Don't cling to the past. In Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, the gothic figure of the housekeeper, Mrs Danvers, walks through the old house and mourns her former mistress. Even though the master has remarried, she refuses to update the bedroom or to remove the old clothes from the wardrobe. It's a very creepy business. Skip the next ten seconds if you haven't read Rebecca, because I'm about to tell you what happens at the end. Mrs. Danvers burns to death in a house fire, surrounded by those very flammable old clothes and bedsheets that she loves so much. No more housekeeper. Although, if she really had her finger on the pulse of the world, she would have realised that housekeeping was on the way out anyway, and started attending night classes in information technology. Effective customer service relies on not clinging to what you think of as your traditional customer base. Brands can make the most of opportunities to interact in new ways and update themselves. Take SodaStream, a company that started out in the UK in 1903 and which carries with it a sense of 1970s nostalgia, with the tagline, get busy with the fizzy, still being remembered fondly by those of a certain generation. The company was then relaunched into different markets and now sells strongly in Europe and the US, where it has been recently advertised by Scarlett Johansson. SodaStream approaches advertising for each market differently and understands that the concerns of customers have changed over the years. The sustainability of its product, compared to the waste of other soft drinks, and a series of redesigns show that they are listening to their customers, at least on some issues. It remains to be seen if concerns about their presence on Israel's West Bank will adversely affect their business. Number two, personalise the relationship. Elizabeth Gaskell's Cranford is a delightful look at the traditional English village in the 19th century, in which everyone knows everyone else's business. The two elderly sisters, Miss Deborah and Miss Matty, live together and spend their days dealing with the trials and tribulations of village life. If they haven't heard about it, it's not worth hearing. Here comes the spoiler. When Miss Deborah dies and the bank collapses, Miss Matty is left with very little money and she refuses to accept charity. But her friends come up with a brilliant idea. She can use our connections to start a little tea shop in her very own parlour. Knowing absolutely everyone in the village comes in very useful. Her tea shop is a roaring success. Offering a personalised experience can give customers the feeling of being part of a community. 
Nowhere is this more important than in global brands that can easily appear to be faceless. Buying a car is one area where brands benefit by offering a long-term relationship with the customer rather than competing on price alone. And Honda has been providing acts of kindness in the form of Valentine's Day cards to existing customers in which a free gift is offered, from vouchers to a discount on an MOT. Honda Motor Europe marketing director Martin Moll recently told Marketing Week that loyalty comes not from one big action such as a low price, but from a series of gestures that mean someone has a relationship with your brand. Much like in the case of Miss Matty's Tea Room, cost is not the only consideration. Number three, avoid looking obsessed with the customer. Imagine this scenario. You own an estate. It's a lovely estate, but it's a lot of hard work. You decide you need a gamekeeper, and so you find a guy who promises to work hard for your estate. He does a brilliant job, but before you know it, you're seeing him every day, and it's got to the point where you're spending way too much time together. It's become an obsession, and it's not good news for your estate. He's too busy chasing after you to do the job you paid him for in the first place. Admittedly, in D.H. Lawrence's tale of self-awakening Lady Chatterley's lover, the gamekeeping isn't really a major concern. But it does illustrate the danger that brands face in an age of vast opportunity to connect with the customer. Don't over-connect. Having an online presence is great, but sending emails every hour and tweets every minute can soon start to create a negative message. Sending unsolicited messages is particularly dangerous. In 2004, Capcom's video game Resident Evil Outbreak sent promotional text messages offering prizes on an associated website. Telling people that their phones were infected with a T-virus turned out to be a bad move. Many people assumed they had been infected with a real computer virus. If you want to generate a lot of noise without alienating the customer, why not get the public to do the work for you? British Airways came up with a brilliant concept during the London 2012 Olympics. They created a hashtag that they then monitored in order to make a piece of music relating to the Games and called it the Social Symphony. The more the hashtag was used by those involved in the Games, the larger the sound. It created a large-scale buzz without overwhelming the customer. Number four. Expertise makes for a great experience. It's funny that the best-known Sherlock Holmes story, The Hound of the Baskervilles, doesn't actually feature Sherlock Holmes for much of it. Sir Henry Baskerville is under a curse. A giant spectral hound has killed his relatives and can be heard out on the moors. Everyone is terrified, and so the world's only consulting detective and all-round genius Sherlock Holmes is employed to get to the bottom of things. And Holmes dispatches his best friend, Dr John Watson, down to Devon to sort things out. If you don't know the end, then skip the next few seconds. Watson is a really lovely person, but he's no detective. Basically, he wanders around talking to people and trying to help. If I was Sir Henry Baskerville, I would have become very annoyed and asked for my money back. Sherlock Holmes may be a genius, but his staff training programme leaves a lot to be desired. Whether it's face-to-face, over the phone or through the internet the first line of customer service has to be as accessible, seamless and pleasurable as possible. It's no good sending someone out there who doesn't have the right training or experience. 
The internet is filled with examples of badly thought-out tweets and unsuccessful campaigns. So who is doing it right? One standout example is Lush. The cosmetics company often gets praised for its brilliant customer service and they train staff in a variety of ways, including using video games. By keeping training interesting and vibrant, they employ staff who pass that positive experience on to the customer. These examples aren't telling us anything new. All they are demonstrating are the principles of customer service that we all should know. But maybe they can get forgotten along the way, as the digital age takes us in so many interesting directions at once. In the face of so many distractions, it's worth holding on to the classics. So many elements of the customer experience may change, but the needs of the customer remain the same. They are, like the great novels mentioned in this article, timeless.